0: From the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the Jack and Spike Show. Welcome back to the Jack and Spike Show. The former president of the United States has been ordered to pay a woman that he defamed $83.3 million. We'll break it down piece by piece. State lawmakers are trying to again lower the legal blood limit. A lot of people out there saying it should just be zero. What say you? Nancy Pelosi came to Seattle, and she got yelled at by free Palestine protesters, and all she kept saying was, what? What? Get it? It's an old joke. Because you can't hear her. Is this on, Spike? Is this, yeah, no, like, it's working speaking, like a charm. It's, I guess you like have the same problem there, Spike. Jeez, again, <laughs> just killing my jokes right in the crib. So former President Donald Trump has been ordered to pay E. Jean Carroll $83.3 million of defamation damages trial. So this was... Not for comments that he made in 2015, but comments that he made in 2019 after he had already been found guilty of the defamatory comments that he made in 2015. Correct. So this was in no way to adjudicate whether or not they were defamatory because they were already claimed they were already found in the last trial to be defamatory. Mm -hmm. This was simply to determine if the amount that she was asking for for what's called reputation repair was accurate, meaning that she was now has to hire a firm to go around and go to different news outlets, go to Google, mm-hmm. and they have to then go to them and threaten them under the threat of lawsuit to then remove all that material, which is indeed uh, defamatory. Right.
1: But also the fact that she has lost the potential revenue of Correct. her career, chosen Correct. career.
0: But to her credit, I know she gets a lot of hate, to her credit, she asked for a very modest— million for the reputation repair. Now, these numbers aren't arbitrary. The experts came into the courtroom, and they were talking about the amount of money that it would actually take to hire the legal team, send out the notices. We're talking New York Post, New York Times, whoever printed this information to have it effectively scrubbed from the Internet. Numbers are ranged all over the place. She came in at $10 million. The jury decided to award her $83 million, uh, which is 11 of which will go to those reputation repair firms, and then 65 of that will be punitive damage, uh, concluding that Donald Trump acted spitefully and wantingly towards Carol after she accused him of sexually assaulting her in the 1990s. They also awarded her $18.3 million compensatory. How do you say that compensatory? Thank you, Dad. Yeah, uh, it's, it's seven
1: seven for emotional <laughs> damages to her personally. Correct. As you mentioned, eleven for reputation repair. damages
0: repair, yeah. and sixty
1: five punitive. They, they were trying to find a number that would stop the former
0: president from
1: continuing to do this
0: because he does continue to say horrible and awful things about that. Poor he tweeted woman.
1: seventeen times during yesterday's closing arguments alone, right? About Carolyn,
0: about the judge. Well, I'll say this as well, though. I don't know what happened in that. What is it? Bergdorf's? What was it? Yeah, Bergdorf Goodman. Back in the 90s. I don't know what happened. Only E. Jean Carroll and Donald Trump know what happened in that circumstance. However, the defamatory things that he said to her that are outside of that is, I think, what people should really focus on here. Because he did say horrible, awful things about that woman outside of just... Uh, uh, protesting his innocence. Does that make sense? It
1: does. But so, but the fact that he's look, we had a jury reach a verdict that you committed these. You're
0: he's a civilly. The Boston
1: Guild was liable, right? He's and I'll a, be careful here. I want to be right. The technical
0: careful. term is that he was found to be a civilly liable rapist, and so people can think that that is obtuse, is a legal distinction. I don't really care. That's what the jury confirmed in that particular case.
1: Right. So, so every time he calls for a liar after this verdict has been reached by the system we have, a jury mm. of their
0: peers, well, his day in court. Uh, I mean, but Spike, I mean, c- claiming that somebody has relations with animals and claiming, you understand what I'm oh, saying? Oh, no, no, I, f- I hear you. No, All it's, that it's ridiculous that stuff is pretty, yeah. it, whether or not he did it or not, it to me is kind of besides the point. It's the classlessness and the vitriol that he expressed over the last several years on top of all that people might be saying what about all the awful things that people say about former president donald trump he is a public figure to such a degree. Like people can make defamatory statements about me. Mm-hmm. And it would be pretty rough for me to prove that it's damaging my, you know, value as a whatever.
1: Uh, right? I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. You deserve the right to be represented but, fairly but, and but accurately. If at
0: a certain level, like if somebody right. said like, Oh man, Jack Stein has a collection of, of 80 turtles and he talks to them and he's named them all after former presidents. Like I would would I you know what I mean? Like it's not a lot that anybody could say at this point in time. I'd pretty much give everybody the ammunition that they would need to insult me. I'm like, yeah, I got divorced. Yeah, I was a drug addict. Yeah, I'm on steroids. Like, hey, if you want to make fun of me, it's all out there. I, right, do, the, I right. do the M&M in 8 Mile. I just put it out there. You want to make fun of my bad tattoos? Go at it. I'll join you. They look like they were drawn on by a by a blind five-year-old. It's awful. <laughs> They're worst tattoos on the planet. We could do it all day. Want to make fun of something else? <laughs> no, talk about it. You got to give... Suffered enough, so uh, that that's just the way this unfolds, and it's it's truly. I, I certainly do hope that he learns his lesson. Well, that that was
1: my next question. Will, where do we go from here? Will he learn? Will he stop? No, we, we'll, we'll know no. shortly, no. right? If he's gonna blow this, he'll do it in the next twenty hours, twenty four hours. Oh, he's
0: gonna do it in the next twenty minutes. As soon as he gets out of that courtroom, I yeah. think he'll probably be saying some pretty tor- horrible things about that poor woman. But uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, of course, uh, there's uh, pl- plenty of other local news to get to unless you want stuff. To keep talking about good no, old no, no, cheeseburger daddy. Hey, Nancy Pelosi came to Seattle. Speaking of cheeseburgers, by the way. And uh, because she wanted to go to Dick's. And then while she was in line, someone said, hey, you're Nancy Pelosi. You want to come talk in front of all these rich white people? And she said, boy, howdy do I ever. (laughs) ever? I only (laughs) charge like 50, 60 K to stand up in front of you guys. Mm. And so she goes uh, she got yelled at by a bunch of free Palestine protesters. Let's play the clip before I give you my. This is what that sounded like the other day.
2: and the occupation
0: occupation and the occupation now free, she'll free do that Palestine. as they escort her from the room right we'll free, see free keep going all right so that was uh, the extension of the- I am not a fan of the heckler's veto I don't like it when people try to shout people down. For instance, I saw this. I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of Jordan Peterson. Okay. But there was a college in Australia that had asked Jordan Peterson to come and speak. And people signed up to go to watch him speak mm-hmm. at this college. Yeah. And he's in a big old hall. And he's speaking in front of a bunch of college kids. And it's a big deal for them because they like Jordan Peterson to Five, six years ago. And all of a sudden, uh, outside the protesters start banging on the glass. One of the most horrific things I've ever seen. Talking about 300 people. Boom, 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 yeah, boom. Disrupting trying you know. to prevent him from speaking. I'm not a fan of it because, I, th- I, in my opinion, your desire to interrupt that person does not overcome their right to be there and to speak to people who have paid to be there or have volunteered to be there right. the heckler's veto is the coward's way to communicate that young lady is indeed a coward and she should fr- quite frankly be embarrassed of herself because if she could take all that emotional energy and i don't know do anything else with it it would be a lot more useful than yelling at an 80 year old woman who has very little to do with the quote-unquote genocide which is occurring to palestinians right yeah I, I i i agree with you here but- comes spike with a bad take spike's going to have a bad take <laughs> let's get that produced cuz that's
1: going we could use that a lot
0: everybody loves a bad, bad take. take and here comes
1: spike's all right um the right to protest right the right to opposition. Mm-hmm. It's part of our founding Do people beliefs. get to
0: come into the studio and no, protest No, 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 no Why no? not? Um, right to protest. They come right in right now. Oh, they have
1: the right to. They also have the right to be taken away by police and arrested, as this young lady was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think everything out there played out as it should. I think Nancy Pelosi was brought in to speak. People paid to hear her speak. Mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi was up on the
0: stage. Someone started with the... the no, but you understand that by saying... That she has the right to protest or whatever, and be dragged out and arrested for it. Okay, no, but that's you—you you are like self-defeating your original premise, because if she has the right to be there, mm-hmm. no one can remove her from that space. Yes, I have the right to do this. No, okay, no one can move. You're, remove me. No, you're me. right. You're right. You're right. Right. You're right. You're right. Instead, what she had was a privilege, which was to go. What oh, I,
3: she... I I can split the hair right because it's like. She has the right to go in and make and the, the statement. the
1: privilege to pay her 300 bucks a plate to go in there. Get the video film that then goes
3: viral. <laughs> yeah. And then they also have the right to be like, this is disruptive. And we're and going remove to them. remove you yeah. and continue on with the event. Both things did kind of coexist in that space
0: these are all bad takes and i refuse to hear them anymore hey did you guys know was nancy here for a fundraiser is that why she was here she
3: had probably money i don't yeah. know well, nancy no, that's Pelosi. what they do, they do.
0: insider yeah, that's fine. trading you know crab people <laughs> i don't know why was she here what what did how people to turn say an elected
1: office in 85 million dollars yeah. a year? yeah hey that's everybody that's a
0: seminar i'd pay for hey anybody want to hear how many times i violated the stock act it's in the hundreds <laughs> Womp, womp. I mean, this is a woman who has literally used her ability to avoid. Let me back up a little bit. For those of (laughs) you who don't know, Barack Obama, in 2014, passes really great legislation. It's called the STOCK Act, the stopped Trading on Congressional Knowledge. Great acronym, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Fits right in there. Sure does. Genius big brain. One of the best ones ever. And the idea was is that members of Congress were not able to buy or sell or whatever stocks that were involved with legislation. It's as it should be. As it should be. And if they were found in violation of this, we're talking about really hefty fines. And then what happened is both the GOP and the Democrats got together and they looked at their stock portfolios and they went, what if we took like that $100,000 fine and what if we made it like a $500 fine? Five Five sounds good. Five sounds good, right. And then also uh, the enforcement mechanism for that. We're not going to fund that. No, so man. even though the law is on the books, no one's actually going to yeah. be able to we'll enforce that. Ourselves. We'll police ourselves. well will police. This is how people like Dan Crenshaw, Marjorie Taylor Greene, anybody, Patrick Leahy, anybody that you like, not Bernie Sanders, has been able to violate the Stock Act. And you can go and you can find that list of the amount of people in Congress or in the Senate that have violated said uh, stock Act and of, it's,
1: of both parties. And it's about uh, a 50 50 split yep. all the way down yep. the list. So people um, who bailed on all their stock the day before the pandemic broke. <laughs> 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 Sold everything and put it in paper masks. <laughs> How smart of you! <laughs>
0: That shouldn't be illegal. But hey, you're telling me? Uh, yeah, sure. I got Pfizer in my portfolio. Yeah, what do that's you want me to all do about Pfizer? It? Exactly. I'm dumping my oil and buying Pfizer. All right. So uh, there's another story I want to talk about here. I saw this this morning. State li- lawmakers are again trying to lower the legal blood alcohol limit for DUIs. I know that we were talking about this the other week, and I was thinking about well, what about the guy who like puts a a roadie in a brown paper bag and is driving down some country road? Yeah, that's a lot different than some guy who's driving down Broadway. With a with a forty, you know what I mean. Yeah, these are yeah. very different worlds. These are, but that f- very much so was just kind of a philosophic game. In my heart of hearts, the way that I really feel about it is that I really think that if you have a drop of alcohol in your system, you should probably get a fine or go to jail. That just the amount of people that I've known who have either di- been killed or died from a DUI, yeah, is it's actually disproportionate because the more majority of the time they end up killing themselves. But yeah, yeah. This is I I am, feel very strong feelings about this. It, there's Uber, there's taxis, there's Lyft, there's all kinds of things. Yeah, I hear tell that eventually you'll be able to summon a flying carpet to come. <laughs> Steppenwolf told me about this magic carpet ride. You know what I'm talking you about? You like to
1: dream, yeah. I yeah. like to
0: dream. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That maybe we should just go back to that world where we just all agree that there's a, a DD designated driver, or yeah. I'm taking an Uber, whatever Boy, it is.
1: You, I came into this conversation completely on the other side of the aisle on this. Yeah. Here comes Spike with a bad take.
0: take. Here comes Spike with (laughs) a bad take. No, what I
1: was going to say now is that I got to give you this one. You know, I I have driven (laughs) numerous times after having a couple drinks and knowing that I was in complete control of my capabilities. Right, at least convincing myself. Hey, who amongst us has had
0: five or six martinis and right. said to themselves,
3: right. "I might drive a little bit better now." I might right. drive
0: <laughs> aiming fluid, they call it. Hey, hey I drive yeah. better when I do the old pirate eye, so I'm only seeing one, right?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, but but you're right. There are there are too many other alternatives. There are too many ways to get home.
0: Exactly. Without, without without
1: without assuming you know better. Right. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on this. Do you think it's time to raise it or drop it to oh five, or is it time start, to
0: say zero? I think it's time to say zero. So, truthfully now you run into problems because if i have mouthwash that's got alcohol in it and i'm driving and i get pulled over i'll blow like a point 2 or whatever it yeah. is right so that's a real issue that needs to be dealt with well
1: the opponents to this are the bar owners and the restaurant owners oh, that please. say you're going to well no 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 it's a valid concern if people think they can't have a drink after work and drive home they're going to lose a lot of business a lot of business a lot of livelihoods are going to take a hit on this uh, it's valid mm. i think i think you're right though in the in the uh, if saving lives is the bottom line denominator here then i think you're right it's got to be zero
0: yeah i'm going full mommy state on this one so I, do, I just, do
1: you compensate then bar and restaurant owners for the loss of revenue given our <laughs> no, new safer roadways no
0: i mean i think if you want to allow people remember what they did during the pandemic where you go pick up booze and then drive it walk away with it Yeah. walk
1: away yeah
3: it's okay. called a roadie, Jack. It's called a roadie, <laughs> you thank
0: walk you. Walked in your car. I'm actually, I actually think that we should allow people to drink in public. That I I really don't like the whole no booze in public thing, because in Europe, you can walk... You, you, you rack, don't go
1: that far. You can go to Vegas or New Orleans. You,
0: right. You know, but, yeah. But I'm just, Disneyland. Yeah. If, if people are having a picnic, I don't think there's anything wrong with somebody having a couple of Miller Highlights. How are they getting home, though? Mom's driving, kid. Okay, so sober about?
1: moms for America. Dad's gonna, I like this.
0: Dad's going to polish off this six-pack before two, and then mom's gonna be driving home so daddy can sleep it off before he's got to go to bowling. Oh, league. you're taking me back to the days of my youth. Hey, by the way, uh, Seattle, we're saying goodbye to 4 p.m. sunsets until next November, and this kind of made me want to wax poetic a little bit, okay? Because I remember when we went into uh, the no sunsets until right, I remember this, yeah, it's been 80 days since that day. And I find that these kind of demarcations are important for people to reflect back on the last, let us just say, 80 days of their life. Lord, do you remember when we t- were talking about this? Oh, yeah. Mike Lewis was in the studio. Mm-hmm. He tried to lie to us about the uh, efficacy of vitamin D. And we were talking about the sun tipping down <laughs> be- below. This is a true story. Tried to lie to us that Mike Lewis And I refused to listen to him, and I maintained the fact that he was lying, despite the fact that he tried to show me peer-reviewed evidence. But that's besides the point. Um, I can't believe I just put my my fingers in my ears, and I went, la, 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 while he was speaking. But to me, when we're able to demarcate time in this way and reflect on our lives, I think that this is important for people to have appreciation in the same way that they had dread 80 days ago. Now Mm -hmm. is the time to be filled with gratitude for something that is as small as... Today, the sun will set after uh, 5 p.m. And isn't that a wonderful and beautiful thing?
3: Now we're to go it up. We're, and trend, then, we're
0: trending in the right direction. And then
3: down again. And then up again. Right. And life continues well, to pass us well by. That's,
0: to Jack's point. Those
1: demarcations of passages of time. And, and you know, we've made it through a winter. We've made it through a, the dark before five. We right, made it. Right. Congratulate Which, each other. Hug each other. Now let's get outside and enjoy what's a longer day. Every day is longer than yesterday.
0: I don't really know if it's because of my internet addiction, but I didn't really notice. Right? <laughs> I, just, I didn't really notice. Your single I mean, internet addiction? Because all that blue Inside, outside, light, dark, who cares? I mean, still all Fortnite. that blue light, I'm basically, all that macular degeneration, it might as well be dark at two o'clock in the afternoon. I can't see anything anymore.
1: So what was Mike's line of BS that you need? Vitamin D? Can I go back and listen to that day on the on podcast? No. Oh, did you have that? Well, one we're more? never
3: speaking. On about- this day, Jack and Spike Radio oh, yeah. History.
0: Spike has to leave because he's got something called a gig, whatever that means. But Spike will be driving, so I would like it if for the next couple of you, if anybody has the time, if they could text Spike some birthday wishes for us to read to him while he's driving and listening to the show when Aww. he should be working eight 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 nine seven three five four seven six. you just want to shoot Spike a quick birthday message yeah, the, I'll be, longer, I'll the, the longer the better the longer the better so I can read them Spike is turning <laughs> 88 years old just like John Curley coming in next Mickey Gomez wants me Bye-bye. to debate one of the hi John Mickey Gomez wants me to debate one of the most contentious issues of our time involving a, a religious event and am I going to go or not to go wow. and I there was a, just a screed of curse words and profanity came from my mouth and then I finally agreed to speak about this issue we'll talk about it we get back right after this Spike O'Neill's birthday is tomorrow. I would appreciate it so very much if people would text us because Spike is currently driving, not working. He's in his car because he's got something called a gig somewhere out there on some island or wherever it is that he's going. I wasn't <laughs> paying attention. He was like, yeah, I've got this thing i got to go do. I think he has to take a ferry. Yeah, I yeah. don't really... It's when Spike says things, he's like, bop, 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 bop. I'm like, okay, <laughs> thanks, Spike. Thankfully, Mickey Gomez in the studio... Mickey, you and I got into a very heated debate yeah, because there was an artiste who was coming to the Pacific Northwest in May, and yeah. you were trying to convince me. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I could say this. I don't even think I could say it out loud. I think I'm just going to get upset. You were trying to convince me mm-hmm. that this artist was worth my time and my money, despite the fact that he is maybe one of the most untalented, <gasps> hacky what? reheated cheeseburgers of an artist. A man who has manipulated us into believing that he is indeed talented for the better part of 25 years. Everyone knows who I am speaking of. None other than the crab person Justin Timberlake <gasps> is coming to oh. <laughs> oh. Climate Pledge Arena. The gloves are off. He shall be wearing his human skin and emerging into crab people form at the apex of the show. Right when all the children are screaming, giggling, and then they will accept him as our new crab overlord, and I refuse to do it, Mickey. <laughs> and the fact that you're going to drag oh. your children
2: there—yeah—I'm
0: <laughs> beyond upset. So why, why, what is this a big deal about, Mickey? Why, why do we care about Justin Timberlake? Oh, you
2: know, in sync, epic, and Justin Timberlake. It's it's JT man. Is it
0: both? Is it the band and him, or is it just him?
2: It's Justin Timberlake. It's gonna be May. Come on.
0: I'm um, no. It's not. It's not gonna be me. Is the time.
2: concert
3: in May. The concert is in May. Actually, <laughs> it's <laughs>
2: in May the second at Climate Pledge Arena. Yeah. J-
0: Justin Timberlake uh-huh. sings. Like he he desperately wants to be a talented, soulful black woman, and he just can't do it. And so he 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 sounds bad. He sounds mm-hmm. very uncomfortable when he sings. It's very nasally. He's no prince. He's no Etta James. It's just not going to happen.
2: I mean, he's the Grammy winner, right? He's the award winner. I mean, he's got Jessica Beale. Two boys. Sure. I mean, world tours. You got to
0: rub the marriage and the kids in
2: my face. I, is I mean, you he's, do he's here? very successful. Listen, this is how excited people are to see Justin Timberlake in concert. He made the big announcement last night on Fallon. Oh, uh,
3: yeah, I'm going on tour.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's the man you're talking about. And this for the first time in five man, years, yes,
0: heavy quotation marks, uh-huh. crab it, person. In for the
2: first time in five years, he's going on tour. It's the Forget Tomorrow World Tour. He has a new album coming out. It's called Everything I Thought I Was, and a new single called Selfish. So if I get jealous,
3: I can't help it.
0: This is a Justin Timberlake. Yes, song. this is a, this is really a, a Justin. We that is a this. Justin
2: Timberlake song, this and it's called a... "Selfish." It's it's not as it's not his usual stuff, right?
0: It's bad. Yeah,
2: yeah it's, uh... I mean,
0: he's it's he's not... what, okay. This is what happened. To, this is what happens to artists, right? Mm. This is this is what they do: is they they try to follow trends mm. to the point where they end up sounding nothing like what they sounded like when they originally started making music. The band Papa Roach is probably the best example of this. Kid Rock is another really good example. I gotta say,
2: Drake. It. I thought Drake yeah.
0: is another really good example of okay, this. Okay, the
2: gloves are coming off right I'll, now.
0: Bruno Mars is a pop artist, and then he came out with that crazy record where he was like, "I drank tell I'm drunk; I smoke, tell i high." I'm like, Bruno Mars, go back to singing about wearing cool clothes and dancing. And mm-hmm. then he came out with that Silk Sonic record, and that record was great. What happens is that people. All too often, artists, they try to chase those dollars. So that's why he's coming in with those 808s in the background Mm -hmm. and the weird kind of Xanax music. He's about four years behind in the trends, but I'm sure some people will eat it up, right? Okay. That's my decree here.
2: So I'm eating it up. I'm going to eat it all up.
0: But this is generationally, no offense, Mickey. You're Mm -hmm. only a couple years older than I am. I think you're 38 at this point in time, 39.
2: You're too cute. You're too cute. (laughs) Yeah, butter me up, buddy. I'm I'm probably, I'll be 52 next month. No,
0: you're lying to me right now. No, I'm not. Okay, so well, Spike is 88, and he's Mm -hmm. convinced everybody that he's turning 61. This is, it makes sense, I think, for some people to go. For me, when I look at certain artists, I wonder, like if they haven't, graduated to a certain point where they're just uh, either you're either evolving as an artist or you're stagnating as an artist I'm just not interested in it right I'm not
2: interested in the single I'll be honest with you I mean when I heard the song selfish I was like oh Justin I wanted to you know I'm bringing sexy back kind of a kind of a vibe you know what I mean like I've been gone for a minute and then bam here's my new single instead it was I
3: I wanted something you know my question is he going to be playing the hits at this Show. I would imagine so. Or I mean, is I... it more of his new stuff? Like, is he going to do that thing where he's like, "Oh, I had a new album come out. And I haven't yeah. toured yet." And then we're all like, we all have to sit through the new album that no one really likes. <laughs> this is true. No, he's probably he, if he's smart, he's going to play the hits. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know the the art the
2: the person who does manage him and and whatnot. And I'll I'll call and inquire and say, "Hey, so what is this going to be? Give me You'll give so me
3: cool connections." I Nikki. do. <laughs> I know. I really
2: do. I really do. But yeah, I'm going to give her a call and I'm going to say, "Hey, what what's the latest?" And I'm sure she's going to say. It's going to be fire, and then of course I'm going to have to go because I love JT. He's a great guy. He's
0: coming in May, right? He's May
2: the second. Yeah, he's Just also going to be the musical. Day. He's going to be a musical guest on Saturday Night Live January 27th. So, oh <gasps> come Ugh,
0: on, man. who would you
2: pay? Ma- All right, Jack Stein, who would you pay money to go see?
0: If I could go, I would go see Oasis for sure because I've been listening to a lot of Oasis. Wonderwall.
2: Yeah, Mickey. I mean that was. Anyway, what was the
3: here's lap- Wonderwall. Anyway, I
0: would pay... <laughs> Jack, you're
3: walking cliche. I know. Come on. And who, pay, who else would you pay? I'd
0: probably pay to go see Radiohead if they weren't so boring live. Because
3: I'm a freak.
0: You're right. I and mean, I'd probably go pay, because mm. I've been suffering from such horrible clinical depression. Who would I pay to go see right now? Uh, I'm just trying to think. Madonna? No, no not Madonna. Okay. I want to see people who are still kind of guys that are at the top of their game right now, but they're kind of getting a little bit older, so I think I'd be I, someone who fits in. In that realm, guys probably aren't going to be touring for that much longer. Mm-hmm. I would not go see the Rolling Stones because it, it to me is just like kind of sad at this point in time. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't really know who I would really desperately want to go see. Uh, I was almost going to go see E-40 and Ice Cube and Snoop Dogg and Too Short when they were playing. Thank you so much. Love Snoop Dogg. When they were playing down in Oakland. But then I saw the concert was like five hours long. Yeah. And I realized that like at 1030, I was going to be like, um, Mr. Cube, I am very tired. (laughs) So I need to go home now, please. Please excuse me, Professor Cube, from this lesson. But again, if I went to that concert, I think those are the kind of things that are people who are at mm. the height of their craft, but also aging out of whatever okay. it is that they're kind
3: doing. Kind of like a last chance. Yeah. I wish I could tell you
2: the time that I partied with Snoop Dogg and Nate Dogg in Detroit. No way. What? Yes. Yeah. You can tell me
0: off air, though.
2: I can, t- I can totally tell you off air. Yeah. Yes. After the Pistons game
0: excellent listen to this production this this is why i mm. want to go see him live. cellos can you play Who sexy back
2: by justin timberlake please well, and get this off okay he's saying <laughs> no, no. all right, fine. We'll all right we'll take a really
0: quick break when we get back we're going to be reading birthday texts for spike o'neill because he's driving and not working because he has friends that he has to go see Happy birthday spike whatever that means we'll be right back right after this Spike is not here no. c- because it's <laughs> he his, his birthday is tomorrow, and he's turning 88 years old. Uh, so he and John Curley are the same age. But actually, coincidentally, they were both born at the same hospital.
3: Is that, that true? Oh, that's, that's
0: so cute. Isn't that so cute? Do they
3: hold hands?
0: Uh, they did. When they were in the little <laughs> baby incubators, they were holding yeah. hands. And so John, had his, he was all steroided out of his mind as a little baby, and Spike had his uh, oh, guy. God. Hi, John. Uh, uh, Spike had his Guy Fieri goatee from birth, which is mm-hmm. the funniest that part of it. And he was also a huge, fat baby, He's a forty-five pound baby, <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. So before He's we set
3: get... records locally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, someone said this to me before we get to Spike's birthday his birthday uh, wishes. Somebody said, uh, "Jack, today I talked to one of my f- crazy conspiracy theory friends. I won't go into details, but it made me sad. But you know what? Uh, but what do I do?" Maybe he's right. It's impossible for most of us to do all the research to prove or disprove all the crazy theories. That's why I listen to all of your podcasts. I trust you and I trust that you will do your best to put aside your biases and do the research to find out the truth. Maybe this is lazy, but I depend on you for my sane view of the world. Thank you so much for doing what you do. And then he says something about Spike, but I don't want to read that part. And that's from Alex.
3: Oh, even for Spike's birthday. (laughs) I know. It says,
0: Spike, I don't mean to disregard you, but you're an integral part of the show. Many thanks to you as well. Again, that's from Alex. I, I've always kind of maintained this thing. Thank you so much for the kind words. Very, very kind. But I'm okay being wrong. I'm okay with it. It makes no difference to me. I don't need to be right about something. I'll be wrong about something. So when I get a new piece of data or I read an article that contradicts something that I've said, if I then incorporate it into my life, all of a sudden, wow, I'm much more big brain. You know, I've tried to lower the amount of cognitive dissonance that I have around different topics just so I can navigate the world with less friction, I find that rigidity in thinking, I can never be wrong. My worldview is totally correct. This is not really the best way to navigate through the world because then you end up missing key details about certain topics that you might otherwise be... Uh, uh, more educated about, right?
3: Sure. It's also deeply insecure. (laughs) To what? (laughs) To to, (laughs) to insist that you can never be wrong. Right, yeah. never change your mind.
0: Right, yeah, exactly. Never receive
3: new information.
0: Right, so when I, and I've changed my opinion about a lot of different things over the last 20 years of my life. Some people would say that that's like waffling. I would say that that's growth and development. And unfortunately, what I run into a lot with a lot of people is they say, Uh, Jack you were totally wrong about this stat and they think that it's like uh, they'll email me and they'll say Jack you were totally wrong about this The stat is actually this and I think that they want me to argue with them but instead what I do is I go oh thank you so much for this source I'm going to put it in my my annotated bibliography that I've kept since college I'm going to archive this appreciate you reaching out almost always they're like okay thanks (laughs) (laughs) so I appreciate you saying that Alex because it just reminds me that uh, those, those pursuits do not go in vain Spike O'Neill is currently driving somewhere because he wanted to hang out with somebody with guitars or something. He said something (laughs) about a band, whatever that is, and a gig, whatever whatever that is. And so he left. Uh, And so we thought, against my protestations on this issue, um, against my protesting, we're going to read some happy birthday messages to Spike because he's in his car right now listening when he should be working But uh, truck driver Travis says, happy birthday, Spike. I hope you have a great day. Looking forward to you perform tonight. Joey says, happy 88th birthday, Spike. (laughs) That's exactly right about that. Spike says, uh, or Mike in the 360 360. says, happy birthday, sir. I rooted for the uh, 099 Miss Rock every single year and grew up listening to your talent. That's so sweet, Mike. Uh, Brian says, happy birthday, Spike. You don't look a day over 75. <laughs> Can't say the same for Jack. <laughs> but he's had, he's had a very hard life. Have a great day. That's very true. I wish I didn't look so old. Look at me. Laura, if you had to say, how old do I look?
3: Oh, God, that is such a trick question. How old do I, I look? Why you ask me that?
0: You can tell me. We've
3: talked about maybe dyeing your beard. I'm not But gonna... I like the gray in your beard. Thank
0: you so much. But how, if you had to guess, how old do I, I won't get upset, I promise. You could, How old do I look? I'm 36, but how old do I actually look?
3: I think you look 36 i'm not mad <laughs> I, think, I think you look your age genuinely sure.
0: no that's a fine answer that's a good answer just over here thinking thinking about stuff upset no why would i be upset <laughs> oh, i'm no. not upset just thinking about all the having to put up an indeed job search oh, God. for a new producer that's all i'm thinking 36 I,
3: right I meant 28
0: no, no, no. Just, you know, we're, I'm over here just typing up a new ad. Producer Did wanted.
3: 28? I, I meant Very popular
0: midday show. A very high rated. Very beloved by many people. Dennis in Seattle says happy cake and candle day to Spike. Uh, have a fine and dandy weekend. Nana in Kansas. Happy birthday, Spike. Johnny Walker. Happy birthday, Spike. Congrats to tying... Uh, Roger Maris at 61 years old very very good to everybody and thank uh, 425 by the way said it is my pleasure to wish Spike a very happy birthday and thank you for your wit and your humor You missed
3: one Greg from Salties
0: What did he say Oh happy birthday Spike you will always get an A plus from me good I'm glad somebody's giving him an A plus cuz today he gets a D minus for leaving early <laughs> oh, no. Andrew A plus Nate Connor's over there best looking guy in the building A plus you get an A2 Laura but just barely lucky i didn't (laughs)
3: scraping (laughs) by for my honesty
0: here's your uh here's your quote of the day not shooting son what's your name here comes spike with a bad take (laughs) spike's gonna have a bad take let's get
1: that produced because that's gonna we could use that a lot
0: everybody loves a bad Bad take. take and
1: here come spikes